everyone. Good morning. Welcome to Mental Health and Wellness Monday with J-Rock. I'm glad that you joined me again. Listen, did you know that May is National Mental Health Awareness Month? And it's also Mother's Day in the United States of America. Since 1954, we have been establishing and acknowledging the importance of raising the awareness, raising the vibration, raising and reducing the stigma around effective mental health care and around mental health disease and disorder. But did you know that it's not just a disease model? It's not just a medical model or a sick model. Mental health, that's why I call it Mental Health and Wellness Monday, is also about the evolutionary process of becoming the very best version of yourself. And through simple things like changing your sleep cycle, changing your diet, your exercise routines, your lifestyle and nutrition, and access to affordable and effective mental health care, you can actually change your genetic outcomes and your genetic predispositions so that you can have longer a life expectancy, um, better mood, better health, and overall synergistically with every system of your body, live a healthier, happier, and more fulfilling life. Now, mental health and wellness is not about perfection, and it's certainly not about performance. If you are struggling with your mental health, there is absolutely no shame in reaching out for help. You know, there's been times in my life where I've had cavities, even as healthy as I eat, but I kind of really had a sugar issue. But anyway, I had cavities, and so I wasn't ashamed to call up my dentist and be like, hey, dude, I need to come and see you like right away because I'm not feeling my very best. My teeth are bothering me. Something is going on, and I'm not going to try and sit here and diagnose it myself or figure it all out, although though I do believe in the power of Ayurvedic oils and oil pulling and using baking soda and all that good stuff. But there's a place for homeopathic and nutritional care. There's a place for therapeutic care and there's a place for medical care. And all of it works together in the healthcare system. And from my perspective, I remember being in grad school and I said, I want to help make the conversation about mental health and wellness mainstream in media. That was a part of my life's mission and life's work. And now as my career is expanding and growing and opportunities continue to grow, I'm actually getting more involved in activism and advocacy because it is so important that every human being, every man, woman, child, boy, girl, and everything in between and all around the edges of has access to affordable and effective mental health care. You know, it's kind of like if you had a car, um, you know, you wouldn't just get an oil change every 10 years or every time the car starts smoking or it looks like it's going to break down or I don't know, maybe some of you would. But it's a preventive care model. It's a maintenance model. It's like routine maintenance and routine checkups every so many thousand miles. So a lot of the clients that I see in my private practice, sometimes they'll come in for crisis management or crisis care. But then after a while, once we get through those crisis interventions or we work through some of the things that they may be um, experiencing struggles or challenges with, then we go into more of a preventive care model so that we can prevent um, and begin to um, prevent Mental, poor mental health outcomes and improve their long-term prognosis through effective treatment planning, through integrative nutrition, and through talking about family systems and understanding family of origin so that you can better understand not just your genetics and your biology, but also understand the patterns and behavioral patterns and coping mechanisms that may have been used in your family throughout generations and sometimes throughout centuries. You know, a lot of times we are born into trauma. We're born into multi-generational uh, wellness, and we can also be born into multi-generational mental health issues. Either way, we all have a little bit of, of, of everything, a little bit of something. You know, for people who say that I've never had a mental health issue, I'm like, that's like saying you've never had a health issue. That's like saying you've never had a cold. You've never, you've never had allergy problems. You've never had the flu. You know, mental health and wellness is on a continuum. And some things true enough are very severe. Some things true enough are crisis management. Some things true enough are detrimental. And then there are some things that are just more moderate or more in a normal range. And that is why you 
want to sit down with a good mental health care practitioner, whether it be a psychiatrist, psychologist, or a psychotherapist like myself, um, and talk about and assess where you are in your life. So you might be wondering, what's the difference between a psychiatrist, psychologist, psychotherapist, counselor, coach? Well, there are some very distinct differences. And, you know, primarily psychiatrists, although a lot of them are moving into practicing from more of a therapeutic model and a wellness model, primarily a psychologist is going to help treat you through a medical model, um, through treatment of a, uh, an assessment of disease processes, diagnosis of mental health conditions and disorders, and then also medication um, prescription management. So for me, I practice, um, in my practice, medication management with clients who have been prescribed um, medications to help to manage their mental health care. However, I don't actually um, write prescriptions. I don't actually, uh, treat with medication, but I do integrate and work with psychiatrists and medical physicians on the overall what we call MAT therapy, medication-assisted treatment um, for the overall long-term wellness for our clients and patients. Um, a psychologist is going to typically um, do a lot around education and psychoeducation. Sometimes those are your PhDs that are um, college professors or that are writing books. And then sometimes there are psychologists that work in private practice and they might actually do lots of assessments and diagnosis and things like that. And then there's some psych um, psychologists that also not only work in uh, private practice, but there's some that work in the research area. So psychologists do a lot more around academia, research assessments, than you would see maybe with a psychiatrist and maybe with an actual psychotherapist. So that comes to me. Neuropsychotherapy, what the heck is that? Are you just a brain-based geek? Well, yes, I am, and I'm glad you asked. <laughs> but in addition to just being a brain-based geek and loving to learn about the human mind and the brain, I practice therapy from a brain-based model. So what that basically means is that you have something called neuroplasticity. Uh, every muscle in your body has the ability to change, to grow, to expand, to experience muscle atrophy or muscle growth, depending on your lifestyle and the way that you manage your overall body and physiology. So my belief, and not just my belief, but we have learned through the study of the brain that we can actually change and improve our outcomes through neuroplasticity and through repetition. Repetition is where we begin to create new grooves in our brain, which is why it's so difficult when you say every year I'm making a New Year's resolution and I'm changing my whole life and everything after this is gonna be great and then like 48 hours later you're like okay and now I'm eating the donuts and now I'm spending the money and now I'm having an attitude problem and I just said 48 hours ago that I was gonna change everything it's more than just making an intention or a declaration or an affirmation or saying a prayer or uh, writing it down in a journal it's actually creating new grooves in your brain so that you can start to create new behavioral patterns as you create those new behavioral patterns, you're going to also notice that um, the neurochemicals that you release in your body biologically are going to begin to shift and change so that you're not firing off as much cortisol or adrenaline, which are those stress hormones, but you begin to release more calming and relaxing neural uh, chemicals in your body. And that can come through not only repetition and good quality psychotherapy uh, and uh, mental health care, but that can also come through the practice of mindfulness and meditation where you're literally begin to, beginning to rewire your brain. Brain. It's a powerful thing. I have seen people that have struggled with substance abuse, opioid addiction, alcohol addiction, um, bipolar disorder, 
severe anxiety disorder, um, also multicultural trauma. You know, we've been talking a lot about racial healing through all groups because there's been so much that has happened, not just in this country, but throughout the globe since the beginning of colonization um, that has affected people in ways that are just uh, systemic and that go throughout generations. And so no matter what it is that you're struggling with, whether it's any of those things that I just listed off or something else like borderline personality disorder or um, narcissistic personality disorder, or uh, it could just be generalized um, adjustment disorder or social anxiety, whatever it may be, through the practice of retraining your brain and learning specific tools and specific resource management, in order to do that, you can begin to change over time. So this is not about a quick fix, but this is about um, changing holistically your whole life wellness so that you can experience whole life change. And that is the goal of effective therapy, that we take all the different parts of ourselves and we work towards self-integration, self-actualization, and wholeness. So I invite you to get involved with mental health and awareness in your area. Um, the National Association of Mental Health NAMI, uh, NAMI is a really great organization to join up with. Psychology Today is a phenomenal organization that I'm a part of that offers great um, science-based research articles. And wherever you're watching this in the country or around the world, you can go to Psychology Today and find a therapist in your area that matches you. Mental Health Match is another phenomenal one I've been seeing lately here based in Texas. You don't have to go through this alone. And you might have a good dentist, a good barber, a good hairstylist, a good mechanic, a good chiropractor, a good cardiovascular doctor, a good neurosurgeon. I don't know who your practitioners are, but you also want to take care of your mind, body, and soul. And you can do that through effective mental health and wellness care. Now, if you happen to be a mom or you know a mom or you know somebody that knows a mom, in the month of May, we celebrate Mother's Day as well. So I just want to also remind you, when you go on an airplane, if it, when they always say to you, if the cabin loses pressure, what do they tell you? Go ahead and tell me. I know you know. Come on. I'm listening. <laughs> They're going to tell you to put your own mask on first, right? Because you can't be effective in helping anyone else if you're not first helping yourself. It doesn't matter if you're sitting next to an adorable, beautiful newborn baby or an adorable little you know, elderly person that may seem um, somewhat helpless or impaired in their function. You can't help them unless you help you. So modeling that to your children, to your family, to your community, it's okay to say, look, not right now or not today. It's okay to say, I'm having some quiet time this morning. It's okay to start and end your day with, with a moment of silence where you sit and you meditate or you journal, do a gratitude journal, or you go outside and get some vitamin D and some fresh air. The vitamin D helps to lift your mood. It helps to reduce depression. It also helps with um, the absorption of calcium and phosphorus, which boosts your immunity. So if you're wanting to boost your immunity right now, getting outside and fresh air and vitamin D is a great way to do it. These little things only take a few minutes. We all have the same 24 hours in every day. So this whole, I don't believe in the myth of busy. Sometimes people tell me, J-Rod, I won't call you right now because I know you're so busy. I'm like, I'm not that busy, okay? I don't even believe in busyness. I am a human being. I am practicing being intentional about, about, about being and not human doing all the time. And if I find that I'm overwhelmed and overstressed and overly taxed more often than not, I am probably stacking my plate too high and I need to reassess my uh, uh, re and realign my expectations of myself so that I can set some realistic and tangible and achievable goals. Um, 
So self-care, you know, take a little sip of self-care, whether that be a cup of hot tea, your favorite coffee, wrapping up in a blanket, watching your favorite movie, reading your favorite book, knitting, sewing, biking, hiking. You know, some people like to be alone and recharge on their own. I love spending time alone. People used to have a stigma around isolation. Like it's like, oh no, um, don't isolate yourself. Don't, don't, don't be alone too much. Look, I have a huge tribe. I have a huge community of people that love me and that I love tremendously. And at the same time, I know that one of the ways that I recharge my battery is by having time to myself. So if you can practice getting comfortable with sitting in the seat of your own soul and being with yourself, you'll be comfortable around anyone else in your world um, and anyone else that you interface with. And it's not enough to try and be the perfect mom or the perfect person or the perfect coworker or the perfect CEO. It's not enough to try and perform your way into wellness. Performance-based acceptance is always going to be a shorter-term um, uh, event in your life because you're going to burn out. And when you feel burnt out, it's because you're not being authentic. You are overly extending yourself. You have not set appropriate or effective boundaries in your life. And a lot of times we think that boundaries are for the people in our life, but they're really for you. Why do I say that? Because a lot of times when we throw out boundaries, I'm setting a boundary with her. I'm setting a boundary with him. It's like we're really just trying to manage the inner chaos within and we're not clearing our own boundaries. So boundaries are not for the behavioral modification of other people, but they're for, for you, for you and me. So as you're setting those boundaries of self-care this month, as you're leaning in, you're learning more about mental health and wellness in the month of May. Um, if you are a mom or you know a mom or you are planning to be a mom, um, you know, self-care starts with self first. It really, really does. And it's a phenomenal example to give your children and your tribe or those that you care for. If you're just a nurturer in your community, maybe, um, and, and oftentimes find yourself playing a role almost like a mom, it is a really good thing to model self-care, that you're not burning out and that you're not having like this martyr syndrome and like, if I just do everything for everybody and at the end of the day, I leave nothing for myself. That's not helping anybody. Um, and maybe if it is helping them in the long in the long run, it's not going to be sustainable for you. So I hope that you enjoyed this um, Monday mental health and wellness uh, with J Rock Therapy. If you want to hear more of these ideas, you can head over to my YouTube channel, J Rock Therapy, or you can subscribe to my podcast on any streaming platform, rather it be Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. You can find it all there where I'm talking about self-care. I'm talking about removing shame. I'm talking about uh, identifying when you're self-sabotaging. I'm talking about ways to reduce anxiety. And I even just have some daily affirmations that you can listen to to start and end each day. Well, rock your wellness, rock your recovery, rock your life. And from J-Rock Therapy, from my uh, from my, my my place in the world here in 512 zip code, I'm um, sorry, area code to yours, take care of yourself and those around you. And I'll see you next time.